You're listening to the Back Porch Talk Podcast. Danny and Jason had many discussions and debates on the back porch while making pivotal investment moves with assets. That's right, with trading cards. They welcome you to the back porch and right into those discussions about current sports news with a fresh and unique twist. So come on and join us. Welcome to Back Porch Talk Podcast. I'm Cole Jason. Nicole, Danny. Fans, we got a full show for you today. First, we'll get into a little bit of the NFL and then the NBA. But first, fans, happy holidays. We had a very interesting NFL weekend. Uh, Danny, I'll just start off with this. Uh, Joe Barry, it may be time for him to go. That is the Packers, the coordinator. Packers, they did prevail against the Carolina Panthers, 33 to 30, but oh boy, the Panthers were actually driving and they just ran out of time. Called the play for the Panthers to run to get in field goal position. I kept saying, man, it's going in the middle of the field. That's all you got to do, just throw a pass in the middle of the field. And what happens? They throw a pass in the middle of the field. <laughs> and they get down there to field goal range, I believe it was at the 30 yard line, and they just ran out of time. Uh, by nearly one second. Mm -hmm. uh, had they gotten that, I believe they would have made the field goal and would have sent it into overtime, and there's no telling what could have happened in overtime. Uh, but the Green Bay Packers prevail. Jordan Love has a, a, another uh, decent, uh, okay game. Uh, 17 for 28, 219 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, Bryce Young uh, outduels him. Or shall I say, outdoes the defense uh, of Joe Barry. Um, he threw for 312 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions. Uh, again, I just think it's time for Joe Barry, a new D coordinator. It's been way past time for a new D coordinator, man. Mm -hmm. uh, but the youngest team in the NFL, that being the Green Bay Packers, they go on a the road, they go ahead and do it. Uh, and they just got to keep winning in order to try to make these playoffs. We'll see what happens with them. Uh, the next team that they uh, look to face here is uh, the Minnesota Vikings, uh, a primetime TV. Another game that really intrigued me, and I have to give kudos to this team here, Danny. Divisional foe that I actually don't mind liking is that of the Detroit Lions. Mm -hmm. And they go ahead and win this game against the Minnesota Vikings at Minnesota to clinch the divisional title. And that was the first divisional title since 1993, Danny. 30 years, man. And so I got to give some props to uh, the Lions fans for sticking it out for that long. And for getting this divisional title, they got something brewing. How long that's going to brew, don't know. Mm -hmm. But for the time being, got to give them some congratulatory props there. So um, congratulations uh, to the Detroit Lions organization and to the fans for claiming that first divisional title. Uh, we'll see what happens now moving forward as the playoff positioning is in full effect mm -hmm. on these last three weeks. Uh, and then lastly, Danny, the other game to take that 
take note here, two more games. One being the Cowboys against the Dolphins, where the Dolphins actually prevailed here, 22 to 20 against the Cowboys. And then the Raiders and Chiefs on Christmas Day, the Raiders go into Arrowhead and beat the Chiefs on Christmas Day. I uh, did not see that coming. The Raiders may have found their coach, but at the same token, the, with Devontae Adams, I think he may still want to go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's no quarterback. Devontae Adams really wanting to stay, uh, to be quite frank. The Kansas City passing game continues to struggle. But just as we're talking about the passing game, their running game struggles as well. So they just have a whole lot of issues happening in Kansas City. I don't know if they're going to be able to fix it all before the playoff run. They are who we think they are. Yeah. And I think they're in the process of still trying to deny who they really are. And so we'll see what happens in the playoffs. I don't think they're going to go as far as people think, Danny. I really don't. I could see a, a, an actual – actually, I could see an upset here very early on by Kansas City Chiefs. What say do you by the NFL weekend? The team we've been looking for, Atlanta wins 29-10 to against the Indianapolis Colts. Taylor Heineke started the game, ended up with over 200 yards passing, touchdown. Bijan had over 120 yards, all-purpose yards. Tyler Azir had a uh, score on the ground. The defense played great. But this is the team I've been looking for all year, where they control the clock, but they're not making mistakes, you know, in the red zone. Granted, they did kick a lot of field goals. I mean, Young Way Koo was out there more than anybody else, and he he nailed all his field goals, so which was great. But it was one of those efforts where it was on both sides of the ball, and you wish this would have happened a few weeks ago, but now they're up against it. So this week they play uh, the Chicago Bears on the road, which is tough, you know, because it's going to be colder out and, you know, a dome team going into this winter weather up in the north. Is uh you know it never it never bodes well so, but they have a lot to play for so we'll see what happens there. As far as other games are concerned, 49ers and Ravens. 49ers took that L. The Ravens just dominated them. Um, both sides of the ball. It was you know McCaffrey did his thing, but Brock Purdy threw four picks. Uh, Ravens defense stepped up and then Lamar. And team did what they had to do on the offensive side of the ball, even though they got tripped up by a referee. <laughs> so, uh, for that safety at the beginning of the game, but uh, great game there. And now it's on to this next week where there's some key matchups where you have Dallas Detroit on Saturday night, the exclusive game, Minnesota Green Bay Sunday night, because uh, all games will be played by the end of Sunday because of the college national championships. There's going to be a lot of football on on Sunday. And like you said, a lot of, there's going to be a lot of jockeying going on because I think it's not like every other year, it's going to go up to the last week. So from my boys' perspective, they got to win to hang in there because uh, they'll play the Saints in the last week of the season. Big matchup this week with Tampa Bay and New Orleans uh, from our division's perspective. Uh, so looking forward to this weekend and hopefully we can get another W. Dan, let me ask you this. This is the rarity that the NFL is being played on a Christmas Day. And you know, Christmas Day is obviously dedicated for the NBA. Mm-hmm. Full slate of games. Did you find yourself watching more NFL 
<laughs> kind of depending on the time of day and where I was at and who was who had the TV. Yeah. But uh I was kind of split to be honest with you. Because there were some <clears throat> like that Chiefs game mm -hmm. and seeing how they just melted down when the Raiders scored those two touchdowns back to back. Then it was kind of intriguing. You wanted to kind of watch. Mm -hmm. But then you have family time too. So it's Niners Ravens game. And even that Giants Eagles game because the Giants came back on the Eagles. So once I, you know, you got your phone on the side, just say, oh, let me check, peep this out real quick. Uh, so I was actually split on it, which usually, you know, I'm full on NBA because that's usually is their day. So the NFL actually tapped in here, but next year it may be different because it's, Christmas is on a Wednesday, I think, unless the, the NFL does something slick and try to put some more games on. You know how that goes. So what I about know, you, Jay? And you know, uh, I find myself really split depending upon, like you said, where, because I'm just so used to this full slate of NBA games. Yes. Uh, I think the NBA, what the NBA really needs to, to rethink here, though, is they promote and advertise, obviously, the teams that are playing for Christmas Day. But you had the likes of Joel Embiid not being able to play because he was injured the previous mm -hmm. game. It would have been good to see the reigning MVP out there, um, but he was injured. Mm -hmm. uh, I think the NBA is going to really need to, I mean, rethink how they do Christmas Day. And it's cool to have a full slate of games. It was good seeing the Milwaukee Bucks and Knicks start off by the same token. They just played. The NBA, and the NBA needs to consider flexing uh, some of these games. Uh, there were some not as interested. I wasn't interested in some of the games in the NBA full slate here. So I gravitated toward the NFL. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, the NFL doesn't care. <laughs> All they care about is their viewership, their dollars, whatever the case may be. So they don't care about the NBA. They don't care about any other sport. Let's just be real. And I think for at least one or two times in a seven-year time span, the NBA is going to have to deal with that problem. You know, some of the mat the matchups were, you know, decent, but it's like you have the number two, one and two teams in the NFL playing on a, a night, in a night game. Mm -hmm. That's hard to compete against. Yeah, hard to compete against, man. Because I wanted to see that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know? And, you know, NBA, it is, you know, it's around Christmas. And if there's competition, that's tough to, you know, go against, especially when the NFL puts out that game. Eagles, Giants, whatever. Uh, Chiefs, Raiders was intriguing because they're both, you know, in the playoffs. So, and the way Mahomes and them been snapping on the sidelines, you know, that's must-see TV because you want to see who's going to drop the ball next. And if Mahomes are going to snap, and both of those came to fruition on Christmas Day. All around interesting. This, as we talk about the NBA, Danny, this is right mm -hmm. into a Christmas Day matchup uh, in the NBA. Started off with the Bucks and Knicks. Uh, like I indicated, the Bucks and Knicks just played the night before. Uh, and this was a payback game, mm -hmm. uh, really, for the Knicks. 129 uh, 122 in the favor of the Knicks. Uh, Giannis still goes off for 32, 13, and 6. Um, Jalen Brunson 
does Jalen plus the things that he does against the Bucks, goes for 38. Uh, and Danny, let me just say, I think the Bucks are figuring out their offense. Uh, still kind of missing some things here defensively. Uh, can't wait to have the likes of uh, Jake Crowder to come back. I'm interested to see what we're going to do during this trade uh, by, or by trade deadline. Uh, there's some rumors there about uh, Coach's son possibly coming up on the Bucks squad. Uh, we'll see. Middleton, mm-hmm. uh, though, has increased his minutes and has played well. Mm-hmm. In three minutes, he played 24 points. Uh, Daniel Leather goes for 32 points. Um, and I'll just say, Danny, I, I think the Bucks are figuring it out offensively. In the power ranking, I want to say they're number three, number three team now. Um, but took some time to get there. But defensively, I'm still concerned with. Congratulations to the Knicks uh, for getting that, that win there. Uh, and then you had the uh, rest of the slate of games here, Danny, where Warriors and Nuggets playing a little bit earlier mm-hmm. than what you normally have seen them, probably because of the uh, NFL. Uh, the Nuggets win 120-114. Uh, Jokic has uh, a field day on the free throw line. Warriors still struggling here. Uh, they're at 500, 15-15. Uh, but we'll see. Uh, where they go from here. Then you had the Celtics Lakers, 126-115 win by the Celtics. Porzingis had a game, 28-11. AD steps up, 40 points, 13 rebounds. They are in trouble. Uh, yes, they won an in-season tournament, <laughs> but that's all that they have won. I don't know where they're going to go from here. Um, trade deadline is going to be interesting all the way around. Uh, 76ers Heat, as I mentioned, uh, Joel beat out the same a lot closer than I thought it was going to be. 119-113, Miami Heat wins. And then finally, Mavericks and Suns play. Uh, Luka goes for 50. Suns continue to struggle, man. Um, this big three, KD, uh, also with Booker uh, and Beal. Uh, Beal not playing because of injury. I don't know how this is going to work out. I really don't. They did that without a big man. Defensively, they struggle. You have a defensive-minded coach. Uh, I think he's frustrated. This is going to be something to watch here uh, by trade trade deadline as well. Then, what say you about the NBA slate? I don't know what it is with the Bucks and Jalen Brunson, but he lights them up every time. And he had a great game on Christmas Day. Uh, Bucks, you know, they handled them the first game. And then this game, they, you know, lost on the road. But, all right, it's just a bump in the road. Now you want to see how they react this week. Uh, They play Brooklyn tonight. And I believe they have Cleveland. And then the ones we want to watch are those Indiana Pacer games, that back-to-back coming up at the beginning of the year. Uh, As far as the other games, yeah, the Lakers. I said this during the in-season tournament. Outside the in-season tournament, they have not been playing well. So I don't know what is going on with them. And, you know, Zach Levine is the one to be rumored to come in, be coming to L.A. as in a possible trade. But then there's some questions about his defense, and that's what they need. And Darvin Ham starting to call out Vanderbilt and Cam Reddish. So 
they got a lot of things they got to figure out right now because they're sitting in the nine spot, I believe, right now in the standings in the Western Conference. But it's one of those things where you don't want to fall too far behind. Uh, you want to at least keep pace. So I think there's a lot of rumblings in the locker room. They just need to figure some things out. And maybe a, a move may be needed just to shake shake it up a little bit. This Phoenix Mavericks game when Luka went off on them. If you remember back, Jay, they are talking about Beal coming to Milwaukee for Middleton. Remember that? Those rumors? And our concern was, for one, he's smaller. Two, he's always hurt. And Phoenix is figuring, find, find this out right now. And KD can't, you know, he, they're saying, you know, he's having, there's rumors around him being upset about things and how things are going. But it's like, this, this is what you wanted. This this don't, you don't, want. he, he, you want harden on us now. Yep. You're doing the same thing. So if you don't like something, how something's going on, you're just going to bounce from team to team to team. You know, he's too great of a talent to be doing this. You got to figure it out. You do have Devin Booker next to your on your side. Well, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you what Phoenix messed up, man. Get rid of Aiden. Yep, because they have nothing. Because uh, Nurkic is not it. No. no. So, I I don't know, man. I, like I said, it's one of those things where it's like, all right, you just gonna keep bouncing to team to team, trying to find that star to partner with. You just had James Harden and Kyrie Irving, right? You just can't. You went. To, you were from the Warriors. All these stars around you. Before that, you were in OKC with Westbrook and Harden and Ibaka. I think Ibaka was at that time was pretty good. He's good, yeah. yeah. And so, it may be his vocal system. So it may be a coaching change that may need to happen. But I just look at it as Beal's not available. So you, if he's not there, that's huge because you you um, gave up your whole bench in these trades. I don't know. I just don't get Phoenix right now. And I, I think, I'll go ahead. Yeah, and I think to that point, Danny, Vogel, keep in mind, with Vogel being a defensive-minded coach, look at where he was with the Pacers, had big bodies, mm-hmm. Boy Hibbert, et cetera. Look at what he had with the Lakers. I mean, he had... AD, LeBron, Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard, even down in Orlando. JaVale McGee. So we'll see what happens. In, um... It's the pieces. I think they, if they got a big body, if they had an Aiden, if they would have kept Aiden, this would be a completely different different story. So Aiden, I think, would, would have been more aggressive offensively uh, to kind of step step in and place a Beal while mm-hmm. Beal you know, recovers, whatever. And they want to give you some rebounds and have, have some kind of defensive presence. And then you can even, you know, pair eight with another big body. You can get another big body from somewhere on a market and, you know, pair, pair up eight. He'll put eight at the, at the four. Because he can shoot. At the five, play, K, play KD, maybe at a three. Yep. Or interchange that. So they messed up by getting rid of eight. Yep. Now they're feeling on the, it. On the court. Yep. Now off the court, I don't know how eight was. <laughs> but I think it was Monty Williams too, because Monty Williams isn't even there anymore. So like I like I said, Beal is not available. If he's not available, they're going nowhere because this is all contingent upon him being on the court. 
Thank you for joining us at That Porch Talk Podcast. You can also join us on Twitter by tweeting us at back underscore podcast. For more information, you can go to our website, which is backporchtalkpodcast.com. You can also email us at backporchtalkpodcast at gmail.com. Again, thank you for joining us. And remember that there's enough hate in the world. So go ahead and spread a little love.